sweeping happy gospel and there's so much in there that I really felt like we needed part two if you haven't listened to part one you're welcome to go back and listen to that but this is also a standalone uh, if you're like I only want one so but we're gonna dive into this gospel because it's better than we know and I you know traditionally we've been taught that it's all about Jesus forgiving you and paying the sacrifice for your sins so that you don't go to hell, basically. I don't know how happy that is, and it's not very sweeping. It is, you know, and I don't know how accurate that is, but obviously there is a sin issue that has been forgiven, but let's dive into that. Now, number one, when Jesus refers to the gospel, we talked about this last time, he talks about the gospel of the kingdom. And, uh, and then last time we talked about that there's false gospels and true gospels. Paul talks about this so much, stating that, you know, we would be judged according to his gospel. Well, what is that? Uh, we dove into that last time. So if there's, there's a true gospel, there's false gospels. And, you know, the, the, the church is rife with them. And you can't glean life from what you don't know. And a lot of us know a lot. But there's more to know. What what exactly has God done on behalf of his kids? That's all about that relationship. And it's all about union. And we talked about the gospel being gospel of grace and what that means. And this time I'm going to start off with talking about the inclusiveness of the gospel. And, you know, basically what that means is no one is left out. Uh, And I think uh, sometimes we kind of felt like that includes you if you say the prayer. And if you don't say the prayer, that doesn't include you. And God died on behalf of all humanity. Mark 16, 15, uh, the Passion Translation talks about, and he said to them, as you go into all the world, he's talking about his disciples, you and me, go into all the world. Preach openly the wonderful news of the gospel to the entire race, the entire race. It's on behalf of everybody who was born as a son and daughter of God. That is the entire human race. The gospel reveals our access to all the treasures stored up as an inheritance in the heavenly realm. Uh, This is Colossians 1.15. Your faith and love rise within you as you access all the treasures of your inheritance. Oh my goodness, there's treasures we haven't even just don't aren't even aware of. We don't even know to want. And it's stored up for you. It's not stored up so when you get to heaven someday, it's stored up in the here and now. Heaven is now, heaven's in you. Uh, it's for you. Uh, And for you now, for the revelation of the true gospel is as real today as the day you first heard of our glorious hope, now that you have believed the truth of the gospel. So the gospel is, it gives us access to treasures 
in the heavenly realm. The gospel contains wonderful mysteries. I love this. You know, in the Western world, generally, we're very logical and we like to, you know, uh, go in a linear fashion and and get things, uh, get the, the parameters around things and put things in boxes and check them off. Yeah, done that. Got it. Got it. Got it. And there's, there's that level precept upon precept, but there's also mystery. And so we have what we know, and then we have paradox and we get everything. The Eastern churches does a lot better with mystery. And there's just some things that are mystery. And when you think about it, you're in relationship with a person who is so huge and so sweeping that if you were to know everything about him, it'd be really kind of like, okay, that's as big as you are. Okay. Um, God is fascinating and intoxicating because there's always more and you're just not going to get the lid on it all, but you're going to, you're going to get understanding that grows and it's beautiful. First Peter 1 12, the Passion Translation, God revealed to the prophets that their ministry was not for their own benefit, but for yours. And now you have heard these things from the evangelists who preach the gospel to you through the power of the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, the gospel containing wonderful mysteries that even angels long to get a glimpse of. So even in the angelic realm, whatever that is, it is so sweeping that it is, it is something that uh, we're just not going to be able to contain. And that's beautiful. You know, you got to think of the creator created creation and he's limitless. Like creation has to constantly expand. The universe has to expand to try to keep up with quote unquote, a limitless God who is all love and has good news for every single human being in the gospel, the delusion of separation from God is vanquished. It is done away with our union with Christ brings freedom from sin and death uh, that we're made holy and given perfect standing before God. So here you are in your union with God. And that is a a place where you can be naked and unashamed and you bring, bring what's not, you know, the salvation's already happened, but you're working out that salvation. So you bring those issues out because God doesn't see you through the blood of Christ. He sees you as you really are, which is breathtaking without spot or blemish before him in love. That's who you really are. First Corinthians 6, 11, the passion translation. It's true that some of you once lived in those lifestyles, but now you have been purified from sin, made holy or whole. Another word, root word for holiness is wholeness and given a perfect standing before God, all because the power of the name of the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, and through our union with the spirit of God. Romans 6, 11, Passion Translation. So let it be the same way with you, since you are now joined with him, that you're not waiting to get joined with him. You're not waiting to get more joined with him. You are joined with him because of his choice, not yours. And as you choose him back and grow in that revelation, you're able to experience that. But he secured it single-handedly without your help. (laughs) or my help. Since now you are joined with him, you must continually view yourselves as dead. That's the old man, the sinful nature. You have no sinful nature. 
that shadow boxing, something that doesn't even exist. You sin because you don't know who you are. And out of that place, you operate in fallen ways of being, but they're fallen uh, mindset, strongholds, belief systems, but not an identity, not a nature. You must continually view yourselves as dead and unresponsive to sin's appeal. Think about this. How appetizing is eating dirt? That's like sin. And as you grow in that, you're like, oh, yeah, yuck. I don't want to do that. It's not appetizing. While living daily for God's pleasure in union with Jesus, the anointed one. See, there's an intoxicating place of you and God where you live for his pleasure and for your pleasure. And you take pleasure together. Why? Because it's love being loved and loving back. That's pleasurable. Romans 1, 16 through 17, Passion Translation. I refuse to be ashamed of the wonderful message of God's liberating power unleashed in us through Christ. Wow, that liberating power is unleashed through you, through your union with Christ. For I am thrilled to preach that everyone who believes is saved, the Jew first and the people everywhere. The salvation is saved, healed, delivered. As you believe, you're able to partake of what's already true. So your believing doesn't make it true, doesn't make your salvation true. Your believing gives you access to the truth that you are already saved. So that salvation has already happened. Why? Jesus already went to that cross. Jesus is already the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. This is mystery, but it's something that's worked out in you and, and you're working it out and experiencing it. The gospel unveils a continual revelation of God's righteousness, a perfect righteousness given to us to you when you believe. So you're already righteous, but you're able to walk in that as you believe. Let me, let's do this. But okay. How many of you, there's a beautiful woman in your life, but she doesn't believe she's beautiful. Now um, she experiences herself as beautiful when she believes it. But when she believed it, was that the time and she was beautiful? No, she was beautiful all along. See, you're righteous, but if you don't believe you're righteous, you're not experiencing your righteous nature. And so that's what God is constantly doing, convicting us of righteousness. So we believe what's already true about us. Yeah, baby, that's through the gospel. It moves us from receiving life through faith, through the power of living by faith. And you live by faith because you're one with the one who is faithful. You know, Jesus isn't struggling to try to believe. Let me think, let me think, let me, okay, let me, can I pull this puppy off, right? He's already pulled it off. <laughs> and now Holy Spirit is convincing us all the time. This is what scripture means when it says we are right with God through life-giving uh, faith. Romans 6, 23, for sin's meager wages is death, but God's lavish gift, gift is life eternal found in your union with our Lord Jesus, the anointed one. So your union, so sin brings death. Sin is a fallen way of being, I uh, sort of fallen way of thinking and being based out of relating to yourself in a lie. And when you relate to yourself in that lie, you're going to behave out of that lie. But when you relate to yourself out of the truth that's already true about you, you start to walk in that. And then the, the crappy behavior falls off and that's found through your union with Christ. The gospel that, that is all about our union becoming one 
or unveiling us as already one empowers us to be transformed and live from the true identity full of life. Ephesians 4.24, Passion Translation, and be transformed as you embrace the glorious Christ within as your new life and live in your union with him. For God has recreated you all over again in his perfect righteousness and you now belong in him. This is a right now word in the realm of true holiness. You are as holy as Christ is because that's how you're made. So don't argue, but let him convince you. And another word for holiness, the root word comes from the same root word of wholeness. God is holy because he's whole. He's all himself everywhere. He shows up with different facets, but he's all one. And he never hides. He never uh, plays to the crowd, right? He never people pleases. He's always, he's himself. And that brings God pleasure. Why? Because he's himself in relationship with Father God and Holy Spirit. Well, that's what he's doing in you as he's conforming you into his image. And the gospel is what empowers that. Galatians 2.20, my old identity has been co-crucified with Christ and no longer lives. The old fallen sinful nature is dead, 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 dead. Okay. And now the essence of this new life is no longer mine for the anointed one lives his life through me. We live in union as one. So let me just help you with that. It's not that you're not a you, you're a you, you're in union with God, but you're also distinct. Um, So you don't, you know, we don't form this amorphous, like floaty substance and it's all Jesus and none of me. No, it's all Jesus and you. And there's a you and there's a Jesus and you're one. So it's like Father God, Holy Spirit and Jesus, they're one, but they're distinct. Well, you're one with Christ, but you're distinct. So there's still a you. So, you know, this kind of ultra spiritual thing is like, there's no me. There's only Jesus. No, there's you and Jesus. There's no you apart from Jesus. My life is now empowered by the faith of the son of God who loves me so much that he gave himself for me, dispensing his life into mine. Good news, gospel, the gospel that uh, unveiled and secured and found humanity in the delusion of their separation from God and brought the illusion and they enlightened the eyes of our understanding that we are one, that there's no separation. Sin has been forgiven. Um, old natures have been done away with, and now we're being healed in everything that's not in line with that. Uh, Our union empowers uh, purpose and the ability to represent God rightly. Romans 1, uh, 2 through 10. My commission is to preach the good news. It is not entirely new, but the fulfillment of the hope promised to us through the prophets and the sacred scriptures for the gospel is all about God's son. As a man, he descended from David's royal lineage, but as the mighty son of God, he was raised from the dead and miraculously set apart with a display of triumphant power supplied by the spirit of holiness. And now Jesus is our Lord and our Messiah through him because of all that work entering into humanity in the depths of all the depravity that happens because we think in our delusion that we're separate. 
And now Jesus is our Lord and Messiah. Through him, grace cascaded into us, empowering us with the gift of apostleship so that we can win people from every nation to the obedience that comes through faith and to bring honor to his name. And you are among the chosen ones who are called to belong to Jesus, the anointed one. You're, you belong to him. You know what? You didn't choose him. He chose you. And in your brain, in the enlightenment, like ding, 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 you chose it back. And that's where you're able to experience the power of the gospel and the transformation that becomes, uh, that comes because of it. Romans 5, 17, Passion Translation. Now then it is through my union with Christ that I enjoy the enthusiasm and confidence in my ministry before God. This is about purpose. So as that healing happens in your relationship through your union with Christ, because of what Christ accomplished on the cross and on and, and earth. And as the lamb slain before the foundation of the world, you're also as a byproduct, as your identity is healed and your relationship is healed, uh, you are now um, empowered to fulfill the purpose. Uh, that God has for you. Second Corinthians two seventeen. for unlike so many, we are not peddlers of God's word who water down the message. We are sent from God with pure motives who speak in the sight of God from our union with Christ. The gospel gives you access to the grace to grace, capital G grace, and all that grace empowers first Corinthians one, four. I'm always thanking my God for you because he has given you such free and open access to his grace through your union with Jesus, the Messiah. Are you getting a, a theme here? The gospel is all about the good news that you're one with Christ, that all sin has been forgiven, that God uh, dove into the depths of alienation that we feel when we, uh, when we say, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus entered into that on the cross. God didn't separate. God, the father didn't separate from God, the son. God does not separate from himself. The universe would implode, but Jesus entered into our alienation in that place. So he could minister to those places that feel alienated. Listen, you can't minister to places you don't go. And God entered humanity in the full experience of humanity so that he could bring us up with who we have always been all along. The gospel empowers us to experience comfort that cascades upon us in suffering. This is how you get comforted in the middle of the things that in this world are having tribulation. Okay, this is the part, the cheering up. I have overcome the world. Second Corinthians 1 5. Just as we experience the abundance of Christ's own sufferings, even more of God's comfort will cascade upon us through our union with Christ. The gospel is all about the union that inspires confidence, strength, and grace to overcome. Second Corinthians 3, 4, we carry this confidence in our hearts because of our union with Christ before God. Second Timothy 2, 1, Timothy, my dear son, live your life empowered by God's free flowing grace. That's the good news, man. It's flowing and it's flowing and it's flowing and it's flowing and it's flowing. Whatever you have need of God swamps out all of that because of what's already been accomplished on your behalf. That's the good news. The free flowing grace, which is your true strength found in the anointing of Jesus and your union with him. Good news. Our union with Christ empowers unity with one another. Jesus prayed that we would be one as he and the father are one. They are tight, baby. 
And so how does this happen? You look around and, you know, people are fragmenting over vaccine or not vaccine. We're fragmenting over politics. We're fragmenting over racial issues. We're fragmenting over gender issues. We're fragmenting over, I don't know, do you like thin crust or thick crust pizza? You know, we fragment over all. And then you have the church. We, do we water baptize? Do we sprinkle? You know, do we believe in hell? Do we not believe in hell? I mean, you name it, pick a, pick a subject, any subject. It is a, a thing. And so Philippians 1, 3 through 5, uh, my prayers for you are full of praise to God as I give thanks for you with great go- joy. I am so grateful for our union and our enduring partnership that began the first time I presented you the gospel. The gospel empowers us to love as he love loves, which is our commandment. That's our final commandment. I just savor these things. I hope maybe you copied down some of these verses. Go back and listen to this. Why? Because it's so powerful. And we have made it all about heaven and how. And God is like, yeah, it's about heaven or how that you're experiencing now. And I've already redeemed you. I've called you by name. And I want to love you and have you know that you're as pure and glorious and beautiful as I created you to be before the foundation of the world. Let me heal everything that's not right, and let me draw you together. He's redeeming all these things to himself, starting with each individual person, and that empowers us to do and be what he calls us to do and be. Anyway, I hope this is a blessing for you. I share this with someone who needs it. Have a fabulous day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.